Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. All right, well, welcome to this week's episode of the Armory. Let me think here. Man, it is almost Christmas. Yeah, we're like, I haven't changed our what's countdown the, on our... What's the date today? The thing. 12th? Yeah, so we're, what, 13 Quick. days away? 25 minus 12. <laughs> 13. <laughs> we were <laughs> at dinner. I don't even know what Atticus was doing. Just sitting there, which is rare. Eating. He's he, eating. He normally doesn't eat at dinner. He just throws a fit that he's not eating what he wants, which is exactly what he wants. We give him what he wants to eat, and he's just like, nah. So, anyways, what were we doing we, at dinner? We, I don't even know how it came up. I we was were talk- talking about how because Atticus is really smart, and I was saying oh, like yeah. he better not be too smart because I'm not going to be able to help him with any of his homework. And then you made well, a joke about math. Well, before even that, it started because my dad in our family group chat oh, posted yeah. <laughs> the time it took him to do the daily New York Times crossword, which we always have a competition. He always beats everybody and everything. I think with I this. always beat him. Crossword. Well, in the crossword, he beats me. And it's so called he, the mini crossword. The mini crossword. The daily mini. Yeah. Everybody his knows was, what that is. You think so? The New York, yeah. I don't think so. Okay, well, anyways. The New York Times, if you have the app, the daily mini crossword. I don't always do it, but I saw that your dad did it in, in like over five, five minutes. minutes. And like, so I was that's like, pretty, pretty slow. I was like, I can do it faster than that for sure. So, of course, I did it and beat your dad it was like by two, like three minutes yeah i did it in two minutes and then of course matt does it and gets like a minute and 40 seconds or yeah something. something way faster than me so then we talked about that and then we were talking about the words in the mini how we figured this out yeah like which words were hard for us to guess and one of them i can't remember what it was made us think about some big word and then you were talking about how i use big words and then we were talking about how Addy's just going to be smarter than all of us, and we're not going to be able to help him with his homework. Yeah, and then Matt was quizzing me on math tables. Yeah, we talked about those... Uh, the minute math. We'll start with the multiplication tables, tables and then we switched it to adding, mm-hmm. subtracting. You know, I said, I can't do those. <laughs> I but can't pretty, do addition. You did pretty good. Because you don't really memorize the addition times. Yeah, if you're... The addition tables, what are those called? Times uh, tables and addition what? They're just addition tables? I guess. Addition and subtraction. Anyways. You guys are real OGs if you know when the teacher handed you that sheet of 100 problems. Mm-hmm. And it was just Go. 4 plus 3, 6 plus 9, 8 plus 7. Just yeah. Boom. Did you guys do it in your school? Like where you did uh, you did tons of addition and then if you passed that, you got to move on to subtraction. And then did you do all that? Like on the, t- the sheets? Mm-hmm. I think we would just get a sheet every now and then depending okay. on what it was. It was either multiplication, Our subtraction, division. Our school was division, like competitive and you were being compared. And you had a thing called rocket math where every kid had a rocket on their folder with like levels 1 through 20. And so you had to do the addition rocket math 1 through 20. Then you had to do the subtraction math 1 through 20. Then it was multiplication, then division, then square roots. And if you were one of the few people that passed square roots, you got to do a sheet of rocket math that had everything on it. And so it was like minute math where you had 60 problems to do in a minute or whatever it is. 30, I'm probably exaggerating. 
but you got to color in each oh it was a through z on the rocket so like 26 <laughs> letters and if you got to fill in all the way up to the letter z you got to move on to the next level of rocket oh math. you're not even done then no that's, that's just gets you the started next level. with the addition rocket then the subtraction rocket and you just kept moving up and it was just in like a certain amount of grades maybe just middle I've, school or just i don't know all foreign to me i it have was no fun, idea what you're talking about because i was good at it you're better than the rest of the class or no I was probably in top five out of like probably 40 kids. In the middle, middle range no, math student. Higher than the middle. I was at the top. <laughs> I've, I was not good at math. The thing is, it's not really equivalent to how good you are at math. You just had to be good at memorization, you know, which I think I was better at that than math. So. Yeah. I mean, I could do those tables. Yeah. That was That's the extent of my math. <laughs> yeah, because you you, all you did was memorize it. You don't actually have to know how to do math. He Correct. <laughs> that's where I... Once we started adding letters <laughs> to, to math, I was like, I'm out. So, Anyways. What are we talking about today? Why don't you introduce what we're talking about? How about you? Because it was your idea. Okay. We are going to talk <laughs> about giving today. Giving in the nice. sense of the holiday season. So make sure you have good math because you don't want giving. to be giving too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You know, you tip and you accidentally give too much. I'm just kidding. Tipping is a whole nother math. That me and you just learned from my mom. Yeah. Oh, that makes it sound your like mom we've never ex- tipped before that. Your mom explains her tipping method to me yeah. nine times yeah. and ten times I have still not understood. I, I couldn't do it. If you put it in front of me right now, I would still forget. Just in case everybody needs to know this. This is, I guess, if you're tipping 20%. If you're tipping 20%, you take the total on the receipt. You move the decimal one spot to the left. Then you multiply that total by two. Because if you move the decimal spot one spot to the left, that will be 10% of the total. Then multiply that by two, and you get 20%. And that's how you figure out the tip. Anyways, we are talking about giving. <laughs> Not necessarily financially, but more the spirit Is there of more giving in the holidays. And just financial giving? Of course. You think every time I want to give somebody something, I just hand them a $5 bill? That was kind of a, a question to set up. Oh, more sorry. The podcast. I wasn't supposed Obviously, to there's it. more than. <laughs> of course, that's the answer. No, but there is. I feel like that's sometimes when we talk about giving. Meaning, we like the church Christians talk about giving. It's just straight to money. Yeah. And that's like the least valuable resource we have is yeah. our money because that's, that's the point. easiest resource to get more of. I literally probably could go if I leave this house right now. Mm-hmm. What time is it? It's seven thirty. I bet you an hour I can come back with money. Like I can, I can figure out a way to earn some money in an hour. Yeah, but you can't well, get back all the could. other. Some resources. people don't. <laughs> nah. but you can't figure. It, but there's a lot of resources and things that we have when it comes to giving that we can never get back. Time, you're only losing time. Um, even like things like resources in our home, like we can just say, "Hey, I'm going to give some some of my whatever sugar. here sugar yeah. to a neighbor, <laughs> eggs to a neighbor," but. Giving is just big. Like there's a lot that goes into that. And I think it's good to talk about it during this season Mm -hmm. because I think this is the season where people say the most important thing is giving and the most exciting thing is getting is what really is going on. Yeah, really what we're saying, yeah. Because let's be honest, who's not excited about getting presents and like having things to unwrap around Christmas time or getting that card from someone like, Oh, I hope there's some money in here. You know, like that, that's like all that, that's like American Christmas. That's Mm -hmm. what this whole season is about. And you even made a comment about like Thanksgiving 
and the the, the, the week and a half that follows with the whole oh yeah so we were talking <laughs> yeah because we were ta- we were are you talking about like black friday yeah yeah we were talking about like how um okay giving tuesday so you have thanksgiving yeah. which is all about you know being thankful for what you have for what you have and then the next day after that actually that same day well let's go i'm going back to like me growing up okay so when you actually went shopping on black friday in the stores so reverse your thinking to like when you actually went black friday shopping in stores it it's funny, i never with, did that okay well for the sake of the no it's just story like, but we weren't yeah. like that's not something we did because yeah. like yeah that's where people go to die it's like running and trampled <laughs> on black friday <laughs> but i just mean like when it first started out right so you're being thankful for like all you have and that same night you're going to wait in lines at stores that are about to open so that you can like buy as many deals as possible which videos have yeah. been coming out now about how those aren't even really good deals which i think is funny but <laughs> um you go to like you do, do black friday shopping so nowadays black friday shopping is like all weekend long or even the whole week of thanksgiving so it's like okay we're gonna take a tiny break to be thankful for what we have we're gonna get all of our shopping done then we're gonna have another sale called cyber monday where you can get even more things for yourself um or maybe gifts for other people i guess you could just do it to get gifts maybe some people do that then after all of that after you've spent all of your money on like all of your christmas shopping or all of your shopping that you want to do we have something called giving tuesday where after you spend all this money, you're supposed to see what else do I have left that I could maybe give to something. And so I just think it's like, that's the way I think the church sometimes thinks about tithing too. It's like, okay, well, let's sit down and make our budget of the things that we need to spend this month. Then after all of that, we'll sit down and see how much we have left to tithe. And it's just like, that's like the complete opposite of a heart of worship and a heart of giving to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you agree with that. Well, I agree mostly because that's what the Bible says. <laughs> um, it's very indicative what we spend our time doing, where we spend our money, um, is very indicative of where our heart lies. Mm-hmm. And that's like the thing that Jesus hits home really hard in like Matthew chapter six, talking about him on the Sermon on the Mount. He basically brings up this idea of materialism and how people are so consumed right. with all these things. And he's like, "Listen, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth." where moth and rust will destroy, where thieves break in and steal. Instead, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust cannot destroy, nor thieves break in and steal. Matt's memorizing the Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> it's funny because I haven't got to that part yet, but I just, I just taught it on Sunday, so I happen to know what it is. But And he ends that section with, where your treasure lies, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, we don't say this often, it's actually really, really, really easy to figure this one out. Yeah, it is. If you want to know where your heart lies, it's where really your treasure is. It's it's really easy to figure out what has your heart. Go look at your bank account from the last month and look at what you spent your money on. Mm-hmm. Go see how you used the things God has given you, whether that's your car, your home, your possessions, your time. Again, all things given to us by God, right? He could take all those away in an instant. We forget. Mm-hmm. How did you use those last month? Maybe that'll take a little more thinking than just looking up your bank statement. But in less than an hour, you can figure out, mm-hmm. matter-of-factly, no ifs, ands, or buts, what has your heart. Because mm-hmm. that's where we're going to put our... And you can ask the people around you, too. I mean, yeah. anybody who's close to you will know what you spend your time doing or what you... Sure. Yeah, like that's... who a, you hang out with or... That's a hard question to swallow or answer to swallow, probably. Say, hey... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know me really well. You see how I spend my money. You see what I like to do, what I like to put my time towards, what I spend time doing in the day. What do you think has my heart? Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have someone you can ask that to and they'll be honest with you and you can mm-hmm. just receive that and say, okay, well, I need to work on this. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure all of us, if we're being honest, can we'll be able to really quickly list all the things that are like, oh, man. Yeah. That's not good. Don't want that on social media. That's not the. Yeah. That's different than the morning Bible study picture, right? <laughs> the, the audit is nasty. Like you don't yeah. want, we don't want to see that. Um, but I think, around, it's weird too around this time of year, specifically, mm-hmm. where we become so consumed with the things yeah. instead of how we can store up treasure in heaven, well, which think, Christ tells yeah. us is by serving, loving, giving those. Yeah that he ultimately died for some of it too is like and like i I think the thing reason i wanted to talk about this too is because it's hard for me like i think it's hard when you feel like i feel like we as a family generally have like giving hearts like i feel like that's something i naturally kind of have but around this time it makes you really question like if you actually feel like you're able to do that well or if you're like being consumed by other things like and part of that i think isn't necessarily like we are super consumed but we do like have people asking us what we want as gifts or like we're trying to be like okay I need to tell my spouse or my family or whatever like what it is I would like for Christmas and I'm not somebody who like I don't know I'm not saying I hope this doesn't come across as prideful I just feel like I'm not somebody who's like constantly like oh I want this I want this I want this so around this season it's hard for me just to like sit down and think of a list of things to like give someone as like a oh here's like a good Christmas list or whatever and when I'm doing that I'm automatically like searching for things that I want and then I'm gonna be like disappointed if I don't get them and it's like well why would I be disappointed if I didn't get them I literally just like came up with these things so that I could give a list to somebody you know when it's like the rest of the year I'm not really concerned with did I get the newest latest whatever and I think it's hard too, like thinking about kids, like now that we have Atticus, like I want to get him things and like I want to, I mean, not just Christmas, but all year, like be somebody who gives him gifts, you know, like good things that I know he'll use or he'll enjoy. And it just, I saw this video on Instagram where it, I think I sent it to you, Matt, where it was like this girl at like her 10th year, 10 year old birthday party. And she was opening like this really cool Stanley mug that was like this special color or something. Mm -hmm. And she was freaking out and all of these other girls around her were freaking out. And then in the corner of the video, the video didn't even talk about it. But in the corner of the video is like this girl who obviously like doesn't care about the Stanley cup or like doesn't know what's going on. And it just made me think like, hmm, it's interesting how like all of this, this girl and all of her friends were like so excited for her that she got this Stanley cup because they knew like how much of a material thing it was. The real literally had the song material girl playing in the background. (laughs) And then the other girl, I was just thinking about like her parents and I'm like, hmm, I don't know if it's just like, maybe it was just a coincidence and she just wasn't laughing or whatever, being excited. But I'm like, maybe her parents don't teach her that getting something that you really want is like the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, so what? You got a Stanley mug or something? I don't know. I thought she thought it was funny. But it made me think about like, what am I pro- going to produce in Atticus if I'm like constantly getting him things? And yeah. I'm sure that's hard as a parent as you get older to like steward that attitude of giving in your family. But I think it's something your family, like you as if you're an individual in your family or if you're married or with kids, like you need to have that mindset going into your family. Like 
not just for Christmas, but all year round. Like we are going to be sacrificially giving away things, our yeah. time or money or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I feel like generally parents become a little more lenient with their children's behavior around the getting. Yeah. Around Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Like there are things that they would not tolerate in June when it comes to the mm-hmm. way they demand things mm-hmm. that they bet they might let slide in December. And it's just kind of interesting. It is a culture thing and it is a thing that comes from, obviously kids learn everything from their parents, mm-hmm. right? And those around them. But primarily they're going to learn from their parents. They're going to learn from, especially because if, if their parents are the people spending the most time with them, which, you yeah. know, for most people that's true. So it's just interesting, you know, Atticus is watching us and he's watching how we talk about things and he's getting to that point where there's pro- there's a lot less that he doesn't understand. Like mm-hmm. he understands a lot. Yeah. Even if he's just kind of putting the picture together and it's kind of fuzzy, you know, we're like really careful like with what we say around him, you know, like Ileana's telling me like she's trying to stop swearing because like Atticus is just like <laughs> picking not- it up. It's just not true. She is still swearing. Stop. <laughs> just, no, but like that's not a good example because you know that's not something we do in the house but like even things like i'll I'll use an example that's like non-trivial we can't say certain words around him because he'll know immediately what they are oh yeah like water water or milk like if we say water he's just gonna want water and he's just gonna that's it nothing's gonna be accomplished until he gets water. actually on sunday i think the people in nursery at church thought i was crazy because i said he has w-a-t-e-r in his diaper bag if he asks for it you can give it to him and they're like why are you spelling yeah i'm like because if i say oh his water is in his bag he's gonna freak out the rest of nursery and only want water he knows exactly what it is yeah so and those are those are like little silly examples but he knows other things too that are like oh man like come on and so their kids are watching parents yeah. and so i think that stuff one just comes down from there but two when you think of like you have to we have to ask ourselves what it is that we're going to serve are we going to serve god or are we going to serve the things of this world um materialism the idea of are we going to serve the pursuit of getting things mm-hmm. the end of that passage in matthew 6 talks about how you cannot serve two masters right you either love one hate the other or vice versa and so it's this idea that hey you can only really have true loyalty to one thing and god first off demands our loyalty right we know god's a jealous god you see that like in in exodus and we can't play this game of well you know i'm going to take some of the world and i'm just going to also have some of jesus like i'm going to try to play this balancing act like that's yeah according to the scriptures that's sin like we can't do that we're not going to do it well being able to serve a master the idea of mastery is loyalty right and who, who are we going to be loyal to it's it's really if we're just going to come down to the to brass tacks it comes down to do we are we going to serve which god are we going to serve <laughs> the mm-hmm. god of this world like jesus or the god that is the things of this world which is essentially satan like we can't, or in ourselves yeah, idolatry we really can't yeah. get away from like the core of what it is and I find it interesting that that just pops up more than more than usual mm-hmm. around the time of year where we're supposed to be celebrating Jesus. Yeah. Instead, we, I don't know, it's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it's as big of a deal in some other countries as it is in America. Or like maybe third non, world or countries or just like countries. not, not even third world, yeah, like, like Eastern. Not even third world countries. Like mm-hmm. Japan is not a third world country, but yeah. it's not a Western country. I mean, I mean, it has Western influence, but yeah, you know, there's just know. 
It's just interesting. I wonder if we have any listeners who can tell us about it. We have yeah, listeners I mean, in other countries. We do. I don't know who they are. We haven't met them, though. No. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't invited them over. I just mean like we can see where they listen from, but that's about it. Yeah, we have everyone's address. No, stop. No, it is kind of interesting when you upload the, the service we use to upload podcasts shows like the regions where a lot most of our listeners are. And every once in a while I see like a blip in like Russia or something like random places, yeah. Asia. and like, I'm like, Most of the people are like in Dallas or in Chicago, like places we have lived that make sense sure. or something. There's, but... there's some places in the U.S. that I'm like, I don't know anyone yeah. in Montana. Well, <laughs> speaking of, well, I guess I'll wait till we're done. Okay. I mean, I think, I don't know how much more we need to say about it, really. I think yeah. at, at, I think at its core, Christians, we need to think about this issue because if we are just bent on storing up treasures on this earth, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the reward. Congratulations. So-and-so, you made X amount of money. You have this much wealth for yourself. You have these mm-hmm. cars. Like, you did it, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. And listen, if you guys listen to like any kind of media, radio, sports things, you like find these rich people. And at some point in their lives, these famous people, they always, no matter if they're believers or not, we always can find interviews of them saying, I, I'm not happy. There's got to be more life. Yeah. This. And it's always so interesting to me on the opposite side when I see people on social media who are not believers who like haven't figured out. Like, yeah. I f- figured out in the sense that like they're not consumed with material things. Like, yeah. I follow this girl who. I'm pretty sure is not a believer. And she talks about like decluttering and how to like get rid of stuff. And she's like become famous on social media now. And I'm like, man, this is really great that like you're not consumed with all these material things, but you're still so far away from like why that even matters. Like it's not just a, oh, it's stressful to like own this many things in your house. It's like a, the Lord is literally calling us to something greater than being consumed by things. And it's interesting because they got the first half of that verse right, right? Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Yeah. Like it's not going to last. And science will tell us that. Like science will tell us, which is funny that science finally catches up yet again with what God's word is saying, mm-hmm. that we can do studies and very quickly realize that the more we have does not equate the more happy or content we are. Actually the opposite. The more you have you, and more money you yes. have is more stress that's induced in your life. And, and science, science makes that as an observation, right? Science is an observational thing. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily, science for the most part, almost always never gives you a why beyond observational this data. This is the way it is, yeah. But scripture does, and it, it's aligned perfectly what we're, what we're now learning with science, right? Why do we not store up treasures on earth? Because one, they're going to fade away. But two, we weren't meant for this earth. We are eternal beings. If we're Christians and we believe that, right? Well, it's not, it's true if you believe it or not. We're eternal beings. We're created for heaven. And there are things we can put away, store away that are going to last forever. Yeah. That's how we love people, how we serve people, how we use what we have to benefit what Christ would call the least of these. The, the, those around us who are lacking that we can serve, those are the things that are going to last and going to matter. Yeah. Now we can accumulate on this earth. I imagine that some people are listening to this being like, oh, that's kind of extreme. And they're like, so what? Are you just not going to get each other any gifts for Christmas or not get... I literally just returned all her gifts while we were talking. (laughs) (laughs) So I just think maybe what's like, like we're not saying obviously like don't get your spouse anything for Christmas. Don't ask for anything for Christmas. Like people have asked us for a list of what we want. We've given it to them. Like we're not going to just be like, oh, we don't, we're not accepting anything. Um, And we like set a budget for how much we're going to get each other. But I think that's kind of the. It's like the what's the attitude I think behind it and yeah, what are we spending over like 
what our means are and like are we spending money that we don't have for things that we don't need like or are we you know treasuring the time that we have together and like using our money in a way to like serve each other and serve others yeah i mean it really comes down to the heart and that's the part that i can't answer for you right i can't look at your bank account i can look at your bank account and make a guess but i still don't know your heart right maybe you spend a lot of money on things that don't matter but maybe maybe you are buying things for people because they need things and there's no way i would know that right Mm -hmm. at the end of the day again there's it's not an issue of there's a certain amount of wealth that's too much money to have like that's not the, the issue it's what has our heart what are we consumed with are we consumed with the things of this world or are we consumed with the things of the lord mm-hmm. and i think you said that well just this idea like listen it's a heart issue mm-hmm. we have to figure that out um and i think for people who know that it's an issue right there's probably the people who are completely agreeing with what we're saying and they're like, yeah, I don't know how to fix that. Mm-hmm. Start submitting things to the Lord. The Jesus was in, um, I'm afraid of the chapter, but it's in the Gospels, but it's also in the book of Matthew specifically. The rich young ruler, he's like, hey, I've kept the commandments since my youth. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to follow you. And Jesus is like, well, the only thing really left to do for you before you're ready to follow me, because it's not what he said to the guy specifically, it's because he knew what had his heart. Right. He, was he said, listen, to his, sell yeah. all that you have, give it to the poor and come follow me. He wasn't saying that because if he had things, he would be unsuitable to follow Christ. Christ knew that that was something that rich man could not do. Yeah. That was holding him back from actually following the Lord. So ask the Lord, submit that to, to him. Say, what is it that I, what is it that actually has a hold of my heart? Yeah. Help me release it. Give me opportunities to release whatever this is. For some of you, that's going to be giving physical things away, mm-hmm. maybe, right? For some of you, it's a money thing. For some of you, it's just going to say, hey, I, I have so much time to give to other people. I, I have I have time to, to serve others, to love others, to bless others with my gifts and talents. And all I do is, is use it for myself. Like, mm-hmm. I need to change how I spend my time. Yeah. And whatever the Lord puts on your heart, listen and I think too like it can be I think it can be simpler sometimes than we think it should be like I think if you're married it could be as simple as like making sure there's like one more night in your week where you're like having an intentional conversation with your spouse or like intent being more intentional at bedtime one night with your kids or like like I don't think it has to be some like drastic like okay you can no longer go like do anything for yourself or ever get yourself a coffee and you have to give all of that money and time away to somebody else. Like I think it could literally be like sure. a simple thing and just like start small. Cause if you look at your whole life as like this, I mean, we should look our whole, at our whole life as glorifying the Lord. But if you look at your whole life and are like, I'm failing in all of these areas, that's going to be overwhelming. Like God's word meets us where we are. So God's going to meet you where you are and help you walk like one day at a time. So just like mm-hmm. each day be like, okay, what can I submit to the Lord today? Yeah. Again, it's also not about a checklist of things you do and then you're like, okay, now I'm finally free of materialism and I can just serve the Lord. It's okay. Yeah, maybe the, the call for you is not to give all that you had and like stop buying this stuff and doing that. But ask yourself, if that's what the Lord was calling me to do, would I do it? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then there's the indicator. It's not that you have to do those things. You have to get rid of everything because that's not... What was it that That's I said true. to you the other day was I was like, I'm never doing that. And you were like, be careful. Yeah, what was it? It was something like 
that we definitely you definitely could do like yeah it was being dramatic about something <laughs> i was like oh gosh i can't remember that's funny you say that i don't know if it was about like moving or a job or a or maybe it wasn't no even that dramatic. i don't think it was like that i don't remember it was whatever it was i was like oh goodness <laughs> it was funny yeah i don't know anyways, anyways this is really fun christmas is coming yeah Guys, i love christmas what's your favorite thing about christmas babe before we close presents <laughs> <laughs> oh um, real quick i know what my favorite thing about christmas season has been so far oh what atticus got to see snow for the first time oh yeah that was so fun literally we snow woke fun. up we, oh gosh we're done no just literally so on the radar it's like yeah flurries for an hour at five in the morning it was raining the day before but it was warm out and yeah. we, clearly that was all wrong because we wake up and there's like it literally and looked like, oh my gosh, wake up, Christmas snow, morning. It's movie. white out, snow everywhere. It's not like can't drive snow, but it's just like, you know, there is, yeah. you don't see green. It, looked, it yeah. was cool. It was cool. And I Our was nanny like, Atticus even, is going to love it. Yeah. It was like, was it yesterday that that happened? Our nanny came today and she was no, like, was sun- she lives like what, 10 minutes away from our house? That was Monday morning. From our house. So yeah, yesterday. How far away does she live from our house? Wherever she 15, lives. 10, 15. It, 10 she didn't even get snow there. She was like, driving really? she said she got here this morning she was like i didn't even know we had snow so on the other side of our town of ten thousand people apparently there wasn't snow well that's what one of our people on staff said that yeah. where they live which is probably 25 minutes away there was like literally next to nothing yeah she said we got way more or she didn't get any or let's something. go also i was gonna say but it was really fun what i was gonna say earlier in the podcast what were you gonna say earlier well i didn't ask them permission first to give them a shout out Who? but we got a shout out from a young lady and oh, yeah. I actually am forgetting how to pronounce her name, so I won't even say it since I didn't get permission. But she is from Pennsylvania. She knows who she is. She's from Pennsylvania, and her church has been listening, or her I think it's like her young adult ministry has been listening to our podcast. And as far as I'm aware, we don't know her. Like personally. I don't think so. I don't think so. She's. I asked where she went to church, and she made it sound like we like don't know each other. So gotcha. I just think that's really cool. We're like, just brothers and love, sisters in Christ. Yeah. Through. I just, the microphone right yeah well i just think it's cool that like when we started this it was just kind of something fun to do and to see like ministries actually being able to like benefit from this is like yeah helpful for us to know and also helpful for us to like see what our audience wants to learn about um some things i think just require more time and more study from us so like if we've if you've given us a request to do like a certain series, those are really awesome. Sometimes those just take more time, so it might take a yeah. while for us We've to do We've had there, actually but. a few people, including this person that will not be named, just in case they don't want their name blasted over the internet, have offered us some suggestions on episodes and series. Yeah, which and those are, are really in good. the works. Yeah. So if you mentioned something like a month or two ago and we haven't talked about it yet, do not fret. We have heard you. You've and we been will, heard. We will get there. But or maybe your idea was bad, and we're just not gonna. Do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's really helpful, like to leave us a review and share it yeah. with your friends, and like let us know because that's the best part about doing this is like actually hearing from you guys. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, this random person is listening in California. I wonder sure. who they are. And there, listen, there's a there's a ton of topics that we have ideas for for the podcast that generally just affect Christians. So there's a, there's plenty of material, right? Yeah. But the most important thing for us to talk about is what what things are actually on the hearts and minds of the people listening to the podcast. Yeah. So yes, we could probably do a pretty good job at hitting on things that apply to a lot of people. 
but we really love hearing from you guys. Yeah. So if you have suggested something 15 times, throw out a 16th one. We like we love hearing these things. And yeah. so we will get to them. Yeah. So far, no one's given us a bad idea. I don't think. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Leave us a review. Let me think Instagram. In two weeks, what will the date be? Uh, probably Christmas. Will be past Christmas? The 27th. When's our something? next podcast coming out? If it comes out in two well, weeks. Well, what's 12 plus 14? Quick, go. <laughs> 26. It'll be the day after Christmas. Awesome. So, hey guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Next time you hear this episode, or this show, it will be post-Christmas. And we will, we want to know what you guys did for Christmas. Oh. Let us know. You should send do us like, a message. We'll put yeah. out a poll or something. Maybe we'll have like a tag our account on Instagram yeah. with what you're doing. What's our Instagram? At Armory Podcast. That's right. Oh my gosh, we're going to do it. Okay. Post on Instagram, your Instagram story. Just a picture. What your Christmas morning looks like. What your Christmas is about. Yeah. What you're doing for Christmas. Maybe what you're giving it. someone for Christmas. Oh. oh. That's a good idea. Good one. Is that a good idea? Sure. We used to do a challenge on every episode. Maybe that can be our challenge. Yes, our That's challenge not really a is, spiritual challenge. Our challenge is to use technology <laughs> and show everyone in the world what you're doing. And then we will boost it so more people can see you to stroke your pride. That is a challenge. No, I'm just kidding. At no we want to see. Podcast. We want to know. It's fun. Or just comment on our thing. Yeah, but most importantly, guys, just remember this Christmas season that, and this is such a cliche, but a lot of cliches exist because they're true. We, we're celebrating something very, very real. The fact that God had a plan for redemption from before the big foundations of the world and he sent his son Jesus in the form of a human to live a perfect life, die a perfect atoning death, mm-hmm. and rise again. And the beauty, beautiful thing is, and we celebrate this at Easter, Christ is alive. Yeah. He is no longer, he, he was only dead for a couple of days. He is actually alive. And we worship a risen savior. Mm-hmm. And... Christmas and the gospel and everything else in scripture from the first pages to the last pages are all intertwined. And that's something we get to celebrate year after year. We've been celebrating it for over 2,000 years, and we're going to continue to celebrate until the Lord returns when we celebrate it forever. Because the God we serve. Pretty cool. Amen. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Have a very Merry Christmas. And, and we'll see night. you soon. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>